Hello, and welcome to the Servative Hour, an hour of anti-conservative movement, call-in talk radio. My name is Brian Mary, and the topic for this April 19th, 2022, is more confirmations of the allegations that Charles Herbster gropes young women at political events. And reading through some of the articles, I should have also added, along with political events, beauty contests. <coughs> yes, beauty, beauty contests. So, a lot in common with the Donald in that. And this comes from uh, a headline from today. Three people speak on the record to confirm allegations of groping by Charles Herbster. They say they want to support GOP State Senator Julie Slama and others in the wake of Herbster's denials. And <coughs> this is in the Nebraska Examiner. It's by Aaron Sanderford. Omaha, two men and a woman on Monday put their names behind what they said they saw either directly or were told immediately afterward about Nebraska gubernatorial candidate Charles Herbster groping young women at political events. All three said they were upset by Herbster's denials of the behavior, they said they were also upset by how Herbster and some of his political allies have treated State Senator Julie Slama since the Nebraska Examiner last week reported the allegations against Herbster. Slama, a Republican who represents District 1 in southeast Nebraska, spoke to the Examiner on the record for last week's article to confirm that Herbster had reached up her dress during a 2019 political event and touched her without permission. Two of the three who came forward Monday had previously spoken to the examiner to corroborate accounts of women who had made allegations. The third person commented after the initial article was published. In addition to Slama, six other women told the examiner that Herbster had groped them on their buttocks outside of their clothes clothes during public events. A seventh woman said Herbster once cornered her in a private setting and forcibly kissed her. All seven women spoke on the condition that their names be withheld. The Nebraska examiner grants anonymity, anonymity to those alleging sexual assaults unless they consent to be named. The examiner <coughs> corroborated six of the women's accounts with at least one witness to each incident. The other two women told at least one person about the incident on the same day it occurred. Each witness and confident confirmed that the woman's descriptions of what happened happened. Herbster has vehemently denied the woman's allegations, calling them, quote, lies. On Thursday, in response to a question from conservative KFAB talk radio host Ian Swanson, Herbster said, 
he had done nothing in the past five years that might be misinterpreted as groping a woman without her consent. Quote, I think that's ridiculous. Edward Boone said Monday at Herbster's denials, quote, because I've seen him firsthand grope a woman. Boone, a combat veteran and current Nebraska legislative aide, said he came forward Monday because he didn't want Slama to have to stand alone. He said he was sitting with friends and acquaintances at the Douglas County Republican Party's annual Elephant Remembers fundraising dinner in 2019 when Herbster walked up to their table and introduced himself. Boone, confirming what the examiner reported last week, said Herbster shook the hands of young men at the table. When young women at the table reached out for a handshake, Herbster pulled them into a hug, Boone said. Quote, While introducing himself to one of the women, he started to hug her, Boone said. He then moved his hands down to her buttocks and deliberately and aggressively grabbed them. Boone said he asked the woman afterward if she wanted to him to intervene with Herbster. She said no. She, quote, wanted to put this traumatic experience behind her. Boone said she still fears retribution from Herbster because of his wealth and power, he said. <clears throat> Boone's decision to go public was one of, quote, faith and ethics. He said not politics. He said he didn't originally want his name used out of concern it might identify the woman involved. He said he doesn't know who he's going to vote for this May, nor should that should it matter. What does matter, he said, is that Herbster should be held accountable. He called Slama brave for speaking out publicly. He said he understands that he and other witnesses who are speaking out will make themselves targets of criticism. <clears throat> Excuse me. Quote, the truth must come out about this despicable behavior of Charles Herbster, Boone said. Alex DeGarmo, a legislative staffer who worked on Governor Pete Ricketts' 2018 campaign, said he came forward Monday to support Slama, not out of any political motivation. DeGarmo also attended the 2019 dinner. He said Slama told him at the event that Herbster had just reached up her dress and touched her as she was walking past him. DiGarmo said Slama was, quote, shaken and disturbed. Quote, the allegations made by Senator Julie Slama against Charles Herbster are undeniably true, DiGarmo said. I was, quote, I was told in confidence immediately after it occurred about the interactions that took place. He said he admired Slama's, quote, bravery for coming forward. Kelsey McDonald said that watching Slama step forward to say what happened to her was a key reason for McDonald decided to come forward by name about what she saw at Herbster's kickoff event for his gubernatorial bid. McDonald, who is now attending college out of state, had been a staffer and volunteer in local GOP politics. She worked on the campaigns of U.S. Representatives Don Bacon and Jeff Fortenberry. McDonald went to the <clears throat> April 2021 kickoff event in Fremont with two of her friends. All were excited to see Herbster and his national campaign manager, Kellyanne Conway. They were fans. 
Neither of her friends had been involved in political campaigns, she said, and thought it would be fun to attend. Then they went to take a picture of themselves with Herbster. Quote, After the picture, we were walking away, McDonald said. My friend says, oh my God, Charles Herbster grabbed my slang for buttocks. That's what the article says. A Herbster staffer heard the woman say that, and her comments were relayed to at least two other campaign workers that day, former staffers told the examiner. McDonald said she was once groped by a man, not Herbster, and said grabbing someone like that is, quote, disrespectful. Uh, quote, as a woman, I don't want to be praised for just being a woman, she said, but it feels disrespectful when you're trying to do something serious and to know that's how you're looked at instead of as an individual or someone who has something to offer. You just You feel just more objectified. She said she understands the reluctance of other women to come forward. She said she admires Lama for doing so and is trying to follow her example. <clears throat> Herbster is prominent in the political world, has a lot of money, and can affect a person's life in a lot of ways, she said. Quote, it's tough, she said. It's scary. Quote, she's being very selfless, McDonald said of Slama. She had the most to lose, and probably the most damage could be done to her reputation as to anybody else's. And uh, then it has uh, victims of sexual violence can contact the Nebraska Coalition to End Sexual and Domestic Violence to access a statewide network of service providers online or by phone at 402-476-6256. And that article can be found on NebraskaExaminer.com under the headline, Three People Speak on the Record to Confirm Allegations of Groping by Charles Herbster. And... Remember, uh, last week the topic was the Nebraska Freedom Coalition and uh, the candidates they support, or something like that. So, on the Nebraska Freedom Coalition Facebook page, (coughs) it has, quote, Even President Trump can see that the NEGOP, that's the Nebraska GOP, is part of the swamp when they try liberal tactics to stop a candidate, he shows up to fight, and you should too. And then it's got the announcement of the rally Quote, former President Donald Trump will be coming to Nebraska to hold a rally for Republican candidate for Governor Charles W. Herbster. Trump will deliver remarks at the rally, which will be held at the I-80 Speedway in Greenwood, Friday, April 29th at 8 p.m. Herbster will be the guest speaker at the Save America rally. And then it has a timeline of events. And then uh, one of the commenters said, Any GOP sucks. I'm voting for the Missouri Millionaire. 
And so, you have uh, the Trumpiest Trumpers. Uh, for them, uh, Marge, uh, Slama was Marjorie Taylor Greene one day, and then uh, Christine Blasey Ford the next. And Herbster uh, does what Donald would do, call most of the Nebraska GOP establishment liars and bring a no-evidence lawsuit against them, sue them all. What the Donald would do when he'd take out loans from banks and the banks would want them, their money back, he'd sue them. And anyone and everything else. didn't matter if they're frivolous lawsuits. He'd tie them up in court for years, and eventually they might settle for less. So, this made Wonkat as well as uh, the New York Times, Guardian, uh, People Magazine uh, just came out with an article today about uh, Charles Herbster uh, groping, you know, allegations that Charles Herbster uh, groping young women at political events and beauty pageants and such. Uh, and, of course, made Wonkette <clears throat> one of my favorite sources for putting a little humor to the presentation of the facts with links to all sources. Show. I like the way they put things. Uh, the headline there, when this came out on April 15th, 2022, women, including Republicans, say, quote, Bull Seaman Barron, unquote, running for Nebraska Gov has groping problem. This is by Robin Panaccia. As I said, from April 15th, 2022. Charles Herbster is running for governor of Nebraska, and he's got a lot going for him, for that particular state anyway. He's a Republican. He wears a cowboy hat. He is, according to the headline of at least one article, a, quote, bull semen baron, <coughs> which appears to be related to his actual job and not a nickname for uh, he acquired due to an especially specific kink. He's also been accused of groping at least eight women, one of whom is Republican State Senator Julie Slama, who will likely soon find out just how very seriously men in her party take these kinds of offenses toward women. Slama confirmed the incident after another woman who says she herself was groped by Herbster said she was at the Douglas County Republican Party's annual Elephant Remembers Dinner in 2019, when she saw Herbster reach up Slama's skirt and, quote, touch her inappropriately, unquote. From <clears throat> the Nebraska Examiner, another person attending the 2019 event saw Herbster reach up Slama's skirt and had told the Examiner about it. The witness and two others said they saw Herbster grope another young woman on her buttocks at the same event. When the examiner asked Slama on Monday if the two incidents at the event had been described accurately and whether Herbster had touched her under her skirt, Slama said, quote, yes, confirmed, but declined to discuss the incidents further. Six women, including the woman Slama saw being groped at the Elephant Remembers dinner, told the Nebraska examiner that Herbster touched them inappropriately when they were saying hello or goodbye to him and when they were posing for a photograph by his side. 
The women said Herbster groped them on their buttocks, outside their clothes, during political events or beauty pageants. Each woman said she was grabbed, not inadvertently grazed by Herbster. A seventh woman said Herbster once cornered her privately and kissed her forcibly. Back to the Wonkette article. Several of these women reportedly were in their late teens at the time. They say they were groped by Herbster. Slamu was 22. Yes, she's a 25-year-old state senator appointed to fill out a retired senator's term in January 2019. Hal Dobb, the Republican former mayor of Omaha, claimed that Herbster did nothing wrong with regard to Slama because, quote, she was trying to attract Herbster's attention because she was trying to get reelected in her own right, unquote which he imagines made it entirely acceptable for him to reach up her skirt and touch her. Surely he does, not, he does that to men who are trying to get reelected as well. Dobb also responded to the accusation by literally saying, quote, I'd like to ask her what she was wearing. Slama tweeted a picture of the relatively conservative dress she was wearing that night in response, not that it should matter. She could have been wearing a dress made of saran wrap and it would still not have been acceptable for Herbster to grope her without her consent. Dobb, however, <clears throat> remained confused about why groping her would have been a problem. Via KETV. When told that Slama tweeted a picture of the dress that she was wearing at the event, Dobb told KETV Newswatch 7, quote, How would any of us know what dress she was wearing? She said she was groped. Well, what does that mean? Did somebody ask? Did any of the reporters ask? Maybe she was. I don't know, Dobb said. Quote, I think the point that she was trying to make was it didn't matter that she was wearing what she was wearing, Peterson said. Then Dobb says, quote, what does that mean? What if this did happen? It shouldn't matter what she was wearing, Peterson said. Quote from Dobb. If it did happen, it is her word and her picture for her handler who advised her in her legislative race. And who's the governor's advisor and Pilden's advisor? Is that the politics of this? Well, you've got to think about how is this happening and why now. Her credibility by inviting him to her wedding, by taking her his campaign, by taking his her his campaign contribution, doesn't this raise the question about the credibility of her accusation, Dobbs said. Uh, no, it uh, does not. All 13 women in the Nebraska State Senate signed a joint bipartisan statement in support of Slama, reading, quote, Sexual assault is despicable and damaging. This is not an issue of politics. This is an issue of character and basic human decency. Charles Herbster's behavior is completely unacceptable for anyone, especially someone seeking a public office of authority and trust. For over 30 years, I've employed hundreds of people. I've respected and empowered women to run my company, my farm, and now my campaign. Not once has my integrity ever been challenged in this manner, Herbster responded in a statement on his own, adding, quote, They did it with Brett Kavanaugh. They certainly did it with Donald J. Trump. And now they're trying to do it with Charles W. Herbster. <clears throat> End quote. To be clear, Donald J. Trump did it to himself as he literally bra bragged about grabbing women, quote, by the blank, without their consent. 
and also going into the Miss Teen USA locker room to look at naked underage girls. Now we'll see just how seriously the Republican menfolk take it once again. And uh, that article can be found on wonket.com under the headline, Women, Including Republicans, Say Bull Seaman Barron Running for Nebraska Gov Has Groping Problem. I think Nebraska's made Wonket more than even Texas or Florida over the past couple of months. Quite an achievement. And then uh, the Washington Post. Trump to rally with GOP candidate accused of assaulting several women. And we'll have that in a moment. I'm going to play a song. And of course, while I'm playing the song, I usually don't answer the phone. But if you call in when I'm not playing a song, when I'm just talking, please feel free to interrupt my reading of articles and commenting on them, because we'd like to hear your comments too. For you to state your point of view, call in to 402-474-5086, and you'll be immediately live on the air on the Servative Hour, unless, as I said, I'm playing a song. And the topic is the more confirmations of the allegations that Charles Bad Touch Herbster gropes young women at political events and beauty pageants and wherever. So, uh, from Washington Post, Trump to rally with GOP candidate accused of assaulting several women. This is uh, by Amy B. Wong and uh, Mariana Alfaro from uh, today, April 19th, 2022. Former President Donald Trump will travel to Nebraska later this month to campaign with Republican gubernatorial candidate Charles Herbster, who has been accused of sexually assaulting several women, including a Republican Nebraska state senator. Eight women accused Herbster of touching them inappropriately, according to a report published last week by the Nebraska Examiner. Although seven of the women spoke on the condition of anonymity, the state senator, Julie Slama, went on the record and said Herbster reached up her skirt and touched her inappropriately during an event in 2019. According to the Examiner, two of the women are still open to filing a police report against Herbster, while many of them cited fears over Herbster's power, possible professional repercussions, and the reactions of their family and community, as reasons they had not previously reported his behavior. <clears throat> on Tuesday, three more people went on the record with the examiner to bolster the claims of sexual assault against Herbster. Two were men who said they had either witnessed Herbster groping Slama at the 2019 event or spoken to Slama about it immediately after it happened. A third person, a woman who attended a 2021 campaign event for Herbster, said the candidate grabbed her friend's buttocks as they went to take a picture with him. Herbster has denied the allegations. A spokeswoman, Ellen Keist, told the examiner that its first article was, quote, a political hit piece. 
and accused the, quote, political establishment of smearing and trying to destroy him. Quote, Charles W. Herbster has a lifetime record of empowering women to lead, Keist said. Quote, not once has his reputation been attacked in this disgusting manner. End quote. On Monday, Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts, uh, R., Republican told reporters that he believes Slama and that Herbster should apologize to the women. Quote, Seek help and drop out of the governor's race. Unquote. <clears throat> Quote, Herbster is saying that the Republican establishment somehow created a conspiracy that these eight women are somehow behind to accuse him of sexual assault and groping them and so forth, Ricketts said. And I would say just read the article because that article is published probably one of the most well-researched, corroborated articles I've ever seen on this topic, end quote. When asked whether that logic also applied to Trump, however, Ricketts said that Trump being recorded making lewd comments on the Access Hollywood tape was, quote, a very different thing. Trump has also been accused of sexual misconduct or assault by several women. Quote, no, not quote. Just the article. Trump and his camp remained silent last week after sexual assault allegations surfaced against Herbster. Trump endorsed Herbster in October, and Donald Trump Jr., his son, campaigned for him last week. Trump's spokesman, Taylor Budowich, did not respond to a post query last week about whether the former president still stood by his endorsement of Herbster. However, any question about where Trump stood seemed to be answered after Herbster shared an image of a news release from Trump's political action committee showing the former president would be holding an upcoming rally with Herbster in Greenwood, Nebraska. Quote, Breaking news, Donald J. Trump will be coming to Nebraska on April 29th, Herbster tweeted. Herbster is scheduled to face eight opponents in the May 10th Republican primary. Trump shocked the Nebraska GOP when he endorsed Herbster, a businessman and Republican megadonor, over Jim Pillen, a member of the University of Nebraska's Board of Regents. Pillen has the backing of Ricketts, former Governor Kay Orr, the first Republican woman elected to that post, and Slama. Another candidate in the race, GOP race, is Teresa Thibodeau, who was formerly Herbster's running mate. After the allegations against Herbster were reported last week, Thibodeau called them, quote, morally repugnant. Quote, I unequivocally support Senator Julie Slama and the seven brave women who have shared their stories, Thibodeau said in a statement. Quote, I pray that these women receive the justice and healing that they deserve. End quote. And that article can be found uh, on the WashingtonPost.com under the headline, Trump to rally with GOP candidate accused of assaulting several women. <clears throat> so, maybe you are aware of how Herbster is the Trump-endorsed candidate. And... Uh, certainly seems to be the Trumpiest candidate for a number of reasons. But I wonder if you know just how Trumpy he is and how close to the Donald he's been. From the examiner.com, Nebraska Examiner, 
Herbster was schmoozing with... Let me try that again. Herbster was schmoozing with Trump team January 5th through 6th as they detailed plans to overturn election. Text messages show what happened in his own words. This is also by Aaron Sanderford from February 25th, 2022. Three minutes after rioters pushed past police lines west of the U.S. Capitol last January, Charles Herbster re- received a text from a campaign staffer in Nebraska telling him the Capitol was locked down. Quote, Thank you, Herbster replied at 2.14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from a Secret Service motorcade near the White House. A minute later, he wrote, <clears throat> quote, I was expecting as much. End quote. Herbster, a leading candidate for Nebraska governor, who touts his ties to Trump, spent much of January 5th through 6th, 2021, with then-President Donald Trump's inner circle, including his sons. The Conklin Company CEO, who donated $1.3 million to Trump's presidential campaigns, knew more about the run-up to the January 6th protests than he has previously acknowledged. Herbster's actions and reactions are detailed in more than 130 texts he and his campaign staff exchanged over a 25-hour period before, during, and after protesters breached the Capitol. Several people with knowledge of the texts obtained by the Nebraska Examiner confirmed their authenticity. Herbster has declined repeated requests since January 2021 to, de- to detail what he did and saw in Washington on those days, including three requests this month from the Examiner, one as recently as Monday. On Thursday, when the Examiner's story was about to publish, Herbster's campaign offered an interview in the coming days if the Examiner delayed the story. Immediately after the riots, the Herbster campaign did confirm to the Omaha World Herald and Lincoln Journal Star that Herbster had attended the Electoral College rally Trump held at noon that day on the Ellipse, just south of the White House. VIP tag. Herbster was at the Ellipse by mid-morning on Wednesday, January 6th, based on texts he exchanged with staff. A fan of Herbster's photographed him wearing a VIP tag. The MyPillow CEO, Mike Lindell, was seated nearby. And the text from Herbster at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Herbster did tweet, or text, actually text, because it was not public. It was uh, with his staff. Quote, I am here immediately in front of the lectern, center second row behind Mike Lindell. Of course, he misspelled Mike Lindell. He made it Nike Lindell, but you know know what I mean. 10.15 a.m., staffer at Herbster's Angus Farms. Quote, get pics. We can def use now. Then, uh, 1016, Stafford, Herbster's Angus Farms, quote, send out a Facebook message that you are, you are at the Trump event today. Then at 1018 a.m., a staffer also uh, texts, the rally is big news today. Then at 1020 a.m., Stafford, Herbster, Angus Farms, 
texts. I didn't know there was violence, laughing face with tears emoji. Amazing what some of the liberal platforms are publishing. The staffer had just texted an excerpt from a news report, quote, the rally marked the most desperate effort yet from disappointed and enraged Trump supporters who have been leading a month-long campaign of disinformation and violence in tandem with a president who refuses to concede to reality. And to remind you again, what the staffer texted to that was, quote, I didn't know there was violence, laughing face with tears emoji, amazing what some of the liberal platforms are publishing. Oh, how dare they say that any violence might be about this event. And then at 10.20 a.m., Teresa Thibodeau, who was briefly Herbster's running mate, writing from Nebraska, texting from there, quote, We also don't want to forget that today is the first day of Nebraska legislature, so we'll need to focus on both. And then the next uh, section is, In the White House with Patriots. And that's a quotation, quote, In the White House with Patriots, unquote. The night before, Herster, Lindell, and other donors joined a who's who of Trump confidence in the president's private residence at Trump International Hotel. Herbster and donors used various social media platforms to drop names of key leaders in the meeting. Herbster, in a Facebook post, named-dropped some of the bigwigs. A campaign staffer sent Herbster a draft Facebook post to review. Campaign staff members are not being named here, but are identified by number. Herbster Campaign Staffer 1 at 9.27 p.m. on January 5th, 2021. Post text, and this is like, you know, suggestion for something Herbster could uh, read or say or uh, give in a speech. I've dedicated my life to promoting and preserving the American dream. Tonight, as I look at our nation's flag, I'm reminded of the battles and blood spilled to protect our way of life. Oh, this is uh, a campaign staffer sent Herbster a draft Facebook post to review. So this is something Herbster was going to have on his Facebook uh, post. So not a speech, a Facebook post the night before the uh, insurrection. I've, I've dedicated my life to promoting and preserving the American dream. Tonight, as I look at our nation's flag, I'm reminded of the battles and blood spilled to protect our way of life. For me, the white signifies purity and innocence, red hardiness and valor, and the blue, especially today, signifies perseverance and justice. While so many have chosen the easy path, I will continue to fight for what is honest and true. Right now, I stand in the White House with patriots joining me in a battle for justice and truth. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville, Alabama, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, Mr. Donald Trump Jr., Mr. Peter Navarro, Assistant to President Donald J. Trump, Director of Trade and Manufacturing Policy and the National Defense Production Act Policy Coordinator, Mr. Eric Trump, Mr. Adam Piper, Executive Director, Republican Attorney General Association, Mr. David Bossie, President and Chairman of Citizens United, and Deputy Campaign Manager of the 2016 Donald J. Trump Presidential Campaign, Mr. Corey Lewandowski, 2016 Donald J. Trump for President Campaign Manager, and General Michael Flynn, 25th United States National Security Advisor. These faithful servants of freedom need our prayers 
senators as well as the U.S. Congress. Tomorrow on Capitol Hill, they open sealed electoral voting certificates from each state. This joint session is the last chance for our members of Congress to object to the widespread voter fraud that happened on November 3rd. God bless America. End quote of the textbook Facebook post that uh, the staffer had put together for Herbster as he was uh, pretty busy schmoozing with all the main conspirators uh, at uh, the Trump residence. <clears throat> and at 9.53 p.m., uh, Herbster did text, uh, Correction, we are not at the White House. We are at the private residence of the president at Trump International. Sorry, in the meeting with General Flynn. End of Herbster's text. Quote, very, very, very important, unquote. The donors at Trump International were briefed on the final stages of the Trump team's plans to pressure Vice President Mike Pence and Congress to throw out certified election results from swing states that Trump had lost. The goal, overturn the election results and keep Trump in office for a second term. The briefing added ammunition to Herbster's firm belief that the president had been wronged, as shown by a text he sent during the meeting. Herbster at 8.55 p.m. on January 5, 2021, the night before the insurrection, he did text. This is a very, very, very important and informational meeting tonight with full written reports of how this election was truly stolen from us. And anyone who does not believe that is not true is totally inaccurate. So we need to think about how that affects my Gov, Gov campaign because we only have one Nebraskan tonight that it appears he is standing up with me, and that is Adrian Smith, whom I talked with today. The Georgia election is very concerning tonight. We may lose both seats at this point, looking seriously scary. We need to keep praying. The end of Herbster's quote. Third District U.S. Representative Adrian Smith was the lone member of Nebraska's all-Republican five-member congressional delegation voting not to certify election results. Smith voted to reject results from two states Trump lost, Pennsylvania and Arizona, which had a combined 30 electoral college votes. Smith has contended he didn't want to overturn the election results, but wanted to air lingering concerns about the way some states, not Nebraska, had handled the election. Smith had made his decision on certification public the previous day. Quote, challenging the results of the electoral college vote is nothing new, Smith wrote in a January 4th Facebook post. He cited several objections by congressional Democrats to Trump's 2016 win. As the Trump rally and in the hours at the Trump rally and in the hours that follow, followed, Herbster and his team continued to text. <clears throat> they watched Trump tell thousands of supporters to march to the Capitol, quote, and we fight. And we fight, the president said at 1.10 p.m. We fight like hell, and if you don't want to... And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore, end quote. Five died, 769 criminally charged. 
Five people died during or in the immediate aftermath of the riot, and 140 police officers were injured. 769 people have been criminally charged. Rioters disrupted and delayed House and Senate votes to certify President-elect Joe Biden's Electoral College victory. Herbster said nothing in his text about the damage or violence at the Capitol. Text expert, text excerpts are interwoven here with action unfolding on Capitol Hill based on a USA Today timeline shown in bold. <clears throat> at 1.10 p.m., rioters begin grappling with police on the Capitol steps. At 1.24 p.m., Herbster did text... Text eight, he texts eight pictures from the rally, including one of Mike Lindell and three of Donald Trump, at Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump speaking. At 1.26 p.m., Capitol Police order evacuation of Library of Congress, Madison Building, and Cannon House Office Building on Independence Avenue across from the Capitol. At 1.31 p.m., uh, Herbster texts, walking to motorcade with the president, and he texts photos of black vans and a black SUV on White House grounds. At 1.36 p.m., Thibodeau texts great pictures. So there he is, walking with the president, walking to the motorcade. They're all making their getaway after Trump had said, I will be there with you, to the people he sent off to the Capitol. At uh, 2.11 p.m., Rioters breach police lines on the west side of the Capitol and scale the walls a moment later. And uh, Herbster campaign staffer number two at 2.14 p.m. texts, Be careful on posting right now. U.S. Capitol on lockdown due to protests. FYI. And at 2.14 p.m., the same minute, Herbster replies, Thank you. And then at a minute later at 2.15 p.m., Herbster did text, I was expecting as much. So overturning elections is no big deal for uh, Charles Herbster and taking all kinds of uh, wacko reasons for doing it, uh, no problem for him, just like the Donald. So if he were to be governor of Nebraska and appointing all of the executive officers or uh, not appointing, some of them uh, are elected, but, uh, yeah, I think they are elected, my, my misstatement. But they would all be on his team, as uh, none of them seem to be uh, objecting to him or taking sides in this thing, at least. So if, uh, say, one of the congressional districts were to happen to go blue and maybe a national election were to hinge on it, I allege that... Uh, they might just uh, refuse to, uh, you know, the uh, Secretary of State, uh, the Governor, Lieutenant Governor, all the people involved in certifying election or throwing the results out. Well, he seems to have already uh, telegraphed just what he would do. Now, there's an excellent article. Probably won't have time for the whole thing, but uh, it's... Uh, from msnbc.com, the depressing reality of Republican campaigns and domestic violence. Allegations of domestic abuse and sexual assault used to end campaigns, even Republican ones. And the 
This is from today, April 19th, 2022, by Hayes Brown, MSNBC opinion columnist. In at least four primary races around the country, women have accused Republican candidates of domestic abuse and sexual violence. The details of the allegations are depressing, but even more depressing is the seeming reaction from GOP voters, which includes an apparent shrug and a growing belief that only liberals care about men hurting women. The accused are running for a U.S. House seat in Ohio, the governorship of Nebraska, and U.S. Senate seats in Georgia and Missouri. Eric Gretens, the former governor of Missouri, is trying to make a political comeback after he resigned in 2018 after a woman with whom he had been having an affair claimed under oath that he had assaulted her and threatened to blackmail her with uh, nude photos he'd taken without her permission. (coughs) That past scandal would be a political minefield to navigate on its own, but last month, Gretton's wife, ex-wife, alleged in an affidavit related to their custody dispute that the former governor physically abused her and their youngest son before their divorce. Sheena Gretton's claimed that on April 2018, quote, Eric knocked me down and confiscated my cell phone, wallet, and keys so that I was unable to call for help or extricate myself and our children from our home. Well, it looks like I've run out of time. So, this has been the Servative Hour. Thank you very much for listening, and good night to you all.